Welcome to Mango Minutes. It's a podcast by FajarCity.com from Singapore. He shares inspiration stories, memories and moments in his journey. 15 years of entrepreneurship. And this podcast is brought to you by MakersFlix.com. In this today podcast, I like to share about past, present and future how designing impacted my life. My story came everything from drawing and visualization. Since young, I always wanted to become an artist and scientist. It was my ambition when I was five years old. When my kindergarten teacher asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I started to be ambitious when I was nine years old. I started to learn science as a subject in school and I bought myself a drawing block to learn how to sketch and sketch cartoon characters. I started to read a lot of books about innovation, uh, scientists like uh, Thomas Alva Edison, Marie Curie and Albert Einstein. And guess what? Albert Einstein, we have same birthday. Yes, 14th of March. My birthday is the same as Albert Einstein, but of course we are in a different year. I was born in 1986 and Albert Einstein, you know, you can Google his birth date and the year itself. So I love to draw and I love to draw. I love to be creative in my own ways, how I visualize and feel about anything. At the same time, I like to think scientifically. I'm always curious to subject, content or problem. I believe self-learning, you can experience to improve your skill set. I have difficulties in learning other subjects in school. I was in the EM3 stream. So back then, I was uh, like uh, 12 years old, or probably like 11, 12 years old. So we were studying this stream back in the primary school. So I was in the EM3 stream. So I was very much interested in just like sports, art, science, and computer, right? So sports, art, science, and computer. So I was only 12 years old. I think scientifically and wanting to be creative. Yeah, so I was just very young. So I remember uh, back in this school, called Chongfu Primary School. This was the school that uh, that I go to. So I remember sat on this red bridge over a pond of my school where there is this red hut when you can sit. So I like to hang out there. It's pretty much very inspirational. So there is very beautiful garden, very beautiful pond. There was like a lot of these uh, fish just like swimming around and there with a bunch of turtles and tortoise. Yeah, turtles. So later then, I joined the school art competition with five other primary schools in Singapore. I didn't want, but my drawings and paintings were showcased in my school's notice board in the general office walkway. I draw and painted a red bridge over a part of my school where there is a red hut where, you know, you can just sit there. You know, I love this landscape view of it. So this was the vision that I had while I was drawing on a piece of drawing block. So I was only 12 years old. I also became the science monitor. The science monitor with the green badge, you know, the class monitor kind of thing. But it was the science monitor that I would just pin it on my school uniform and I can access the the school science lab. So I became obsessed about science. I bought telescope with my own pocket money for $100 at Toyara's store. And then later on, I went to the library nearby my house. So at the same time, you know, I buy newspaper clippings that have eclipse of the moon and meteorite showers happening in Singapore. Yeah in Singapore. So I had all this collection, you know, it was my hobby. So I also bought microscope so I can view insects, body, any particle on it. 
I also bought a lot of science magazine for $3 at a bookstore. I memorized all planets in the solar system. And right now, I don't know whether I still remember. Okay, let me try to think. So number one is Earth, Moon, Mars, uh, Jupiter, Saturn, Venus, Pluto, the Sun, and I don't know if I still kind of like remember any other planets but I think that's pretty much the planets that I can remember in the solar system yeah so I saw full moon when I was young 12 years old through the telescope that I bought and it created impact on me later then I witnessed meteor shower with my eyes of course my eyes not with my <laughs> my brain and saw shooting stars many times in my life so I saw a lot of all these beautiful you know creations you know and then you know you can see right in the dark night you know the skies and it was the most beautiful thing i ever seen in my life looking at the night looking at night and i also bought planisphere you don't know what's planisphere actually you can see like the map of the stars that came with the magazine because I was like buying magazine. I was very young. I was just only 12 years old. I was very curious. So I bought this magazine to see the map of the stars and the planets. So I took part in the, uh, I took part in the school science project when I was, uh, you know, in the science club in the primary school. And then I took, you know, three science project and got awarded, you know. So the award that I got was like organized by some like uh, Singapore Science Center, Singapore Teachers Association of Singapore, Singapore Association of Advancements of Science, Singapore National Academy of Science. So it was just literally science club activities. So I was a young physicist badge, you know. I, I got this badge, you know, when I was young. It was like in 1998 and then I got entomologies and then another one which is uh, astronomy. So three, physics entomologies and also uh, astronomy and then later on you know i graduated uh, from Chongfu primary school back in Yishun in singapore and also i got uh, you know got this very nice certificate of saying you know i participated in the on the spot art competition the annual art showcase and later on in 1998 i saw this advertisement yeah it was this very cool advertisement I saw on the TV. So there was this guy who was like a world pro-yo champion. So he was playing yo-yo. And it was a very short advertisement. He was doing like some like the tricks like rock the baby around the world and then like UFO. So, you know, I was like only 12 years old. Then I started yoing after that. So in 1998, I started to make creative yo-yo tricks. So I tried to understand how yo-yo works. It involves science, technology, and art. So I, I, was, I also played yo-yo professionally later after joining many contests and performing yo-yo shows around the world. So I also literally got sponsored by this very uh, popular brand. I think you should know them uh, on yo-yo.com, yo-yo.com. So this is company name called Duncan Toys. So it was uh, founded by Donald F. Duncan. So the guy is not around anymore, but the company is still around and they are awesome. So, so if you want to pick a yo-yo up, you can check out this brand. So I play, I was sponsored by Duncan Toys. So I felt it was a great skill toy for art and performance. I felt, it, uh, you know, I could be more creative and skillful, so I draw this cartoon character of myself and wrote tricks I want to learn. That was when I was only 12 years old. So imagine drawing the subject in your mind. So visualization is a very powerful tool, you know, in your mind itself. So when we visualize the drawing process in our mind, we train our brains. So even without making any marks, we essentially giving our brains to practice. The more I practice, that we give to our brains, the better they become at interpreting the world around us. So I draw this sketch, you know, like this like whole bunch, me doing some like a looping tricks, like, uh, you know, rock the baby, and then, uh, you know, just me, just this crazy comic, just like spinning around the yo-yo. And I kind of like just visualize on my drawings. So I was only 12 years old. And then later on, uh, 
it, I was only 12 years old. I wasn't sponsored or anything. I mean, later on. So after two years, when I was like 14 years old, I became professionally at yo-yoing. So I kind of like pick up the yo-yo and kind of like learn a lot of tricks and then join contests and then kind of like won some of the contests. And then um, one day I got sponsored. So I kind of like use the yo-yo and then travel and then participate more. So after graduated in the secondary school, in Northland Secondary School, I did well for my technical studies. So I did not take art in examinations because I was in a normal tech stream. So I did well for computer uh, computer applications, which is this uh, computer class. So uh, I got a grade two. Well, the sucky part was like, you know, I feel English, you know what I did? I was playing games, Arma- uh, these worms Armageddon. Yeah, you know, that is like one whole week period of examination. And then there was like another week, which is like you take a break. But in between of that uh, days, there was this just one day you had to come for this uh, examination, uh, which is English. It was, uh, I think it was, a re- uh, it was listening comprehension or something, you know. And then I did very bad, which means that, you know, I didn't went for the examination. So I feel, it happened to be like it was uh, English and uh, Malay language. You know, I feel both because I didn't went to, uh, I, I didn't, you know, just go to the school and take exam because I didn't realize it was an examination day on that particular week. So I was just playing Worms <laughs> on PlayStation 2. Oh my goodness. And then my friends were just leaving me SMS like after the day. I was like, hey, are you okay? Like, uh, why you didn't turn up for today? You know, it was N levels, you know, like you, you, you should take. So... I graduated and failed English and Malay language. I didn't like maths, and uh, but I did, you know, okay, not so bad for science, and uh, I left science. So later on, I went to the Institute Technical F Education in Ballastia in Singapore. So I took architectural design course for like two years. So I studied architectural. So it was a very interesting uh, topic, you know, I studied that for two years, but you know, I was only like 17. And then uh, at the same time, I was so much involved in this yo-yoing world. So I had shows, you know, I didn't like turn up school. So I was much interested in um, just running as well. You know, back in the days when I was in secondary school, I used to run 100 meters, 200 meters, four times 100 meter relay and long jump. You know, and then at the age of 14 years old, I started to learn HTML and CSS as well. So, and then, uh, and how I do it is like, basically I'm using this very old version of Photoshop. So I created my first web design on Photoshop and then export it in HTML and publish in one of these, uh, this space. It was uh, hosted by yoyoing.com. It's actually just a yoyo forum. And then they kind of like give you, I think a few megabytes. Yeah, megabytes, not gigabytes. And then you have to request based on the admin and they kind of like create an account and then it's like an FTP thing. And then you upload the files and I got some space. So I was no coder. So I was just interested in about computer science. I didn't learn about programming, but I saw how the code works after I export from the Photoshop. It was cool. I always wanted to learn, but I didn't know how to start. So I continued designing and then yo-yoing. So after later on, I won a lot of um, trophies, you know, like a lot of uh, contests. So I had about like, I think 30 over trophies. So I put it up on the display back at my home. So all the success, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah. So later on, I was in the ITE. I was 17 to 18 years old. And then, you know, I didn't do so much so well. I didn't do well basically in my results, you know, when I graduated, but I did pick up a lot of skills in the two years course. I also served the national service for two years as a provost, yeah. Um, so basically what's provost is something like a military police kind of thing. And then later on, after I uh, finish, you know, serving the national service, and then uh, I also work for security company. Yeah, I was like, what? 
Fajar City working for security company? Yes. So I was a security officer for the shopping malls and the clubhouse for four years. Yeah. So I got fired from my last job. <laughs> After trying to start a startup. Yeah, I mean like, I think on the fourth year while I was working in a, as a security officer, so... I was already picking up some skills on Photoshop and then I was on myspace.com and I start designing and then, you know, you know, I just like, you know, on, on my desk, I, you know, I spent a lot of time on the laptop and then, you know, I think somehow rather I like got, get caught or something like for being, you know, on the laptop. But I was starting out my startup doing graphic designs. So during my work, so because I was unproductive and more focused on the laptop. So I came late for work as well because I was staying out all night trying to finish the designs and sleepless nights. You know what I mean, designers. And then uh, became more or less interested during my day job, which is a security job. It was my mistake. I know very well it was my mistake. But I also found my purpose for the first time. Oh my goodness. Yeah, for I found this purpose, you know, like truly what I'm passionate about. You know, a lot of people have this problem, you know, they want to do something, they have skills, but you got to find your like purpose and passion about what you want to do you know so i was very clear about what i want to do when i was at the age about 19 years old exactly yes i remember that year so it was back in year 2005 so i was very obsessed for getting too attached to let to my laptop and got distracted easily by so many things except my laptop uh yeah so i've kind of like focused on building uh my startup actually so I had this HP Compact laptop that I bought for like I think thousand two dollars, a thousand one, thousand two hundred dollars. Yeah, and then uh, I invested it. I mean, my first ever kind of like you know investment. I don't know. Is it a, is it an investment? No, no, no. It's not an investment. It's just like you buying something for yourself. But it's for my startup. So, uh, I didn't have much money, so I paid installment at this uh, Court Singapore store. So if, uh, it's for consumer electronics and furniture retailers. So I use this laptop. I believe, um, you know, I use Windows back in the days. Yeah, that was my operating system. I didn't use Apple after that later on, which is in 2012. So, and then um, I use it, but uh, I was much on this uh, of paper so i sketch a lot on papers so papers i waste a lot of the papers at the same time uh, i waste a lot of uh, ink and i use pencil so i used to draw this sort of like sketch and learn how to basically create something so during those years i started you know to do this and then later on you know i got seriously on the graphic design so yeah so it was 2005. I remember that year. So I started to create all these graphic design t-shirts and then uh, sell it in these uh, events. So I sold it for like $20, $30 per t-shirt. And, you know, my first few sales was a bit funny because like, I, I think it's funny, you know. Because <laughs> like, I didn't do it like seriously. I was just like, want to test out like, will people buy my designs? And then like, will people will buy the name or the brand name of Euphoria? I mean, highest level of happiness so that was actually my brand name and then uh yeah i was just selling at the music shows and then uh, people came up to me and i was like hey how much is this and i was like oh twenty dollars here you go oh you get yourself a free sticker and you know, that kind of thing yeah so you know later on later on yeah later on in year 2014 i left the sponsorship so that I could, you know, I give up to, for other, you know, players, Euro players that, you know, I want to give chance to other Euro players so that they can get sponsors, they can take my spot. And I want to focus on like mentoring and some of the younger generations of Euro players in the contest and in the community. So it was more like a hobby kind of thing I was doing, you know, I didn't want to turn like yo-yo as my job. You know, can you imagine like if I would get married 
Or like if I would start a family and people say, hey, uh, what are you working as now? And full time, oh, I'm a yo-yo player. I mean, it's cool. It's great. I have friends who are doing yo-yo for full time and also get sponsored. And they are still like, you know, in the 30s. And some of them are 40s. Some of them running their own business and we're doing really great. But, you know, I didn't think that I should do yo-yoing about career. But I did sell uh, some of the yo-yos and I made some uh, yo-yos. I did, col- did some collaboration after that. And it was amazing. Little then I realized I have been playing yo-yo for 20 years. 20 years, guys. <laughs> okay, so back to this. Later then I realized drawing in art was a very powerful thing. You can visualize anything in your brain. You can draw or you can draw like, you know, you can just like visualize and turn it into realities. Then I realized all these drawings that I did back in the days when I was like 12 years old, you know, that was like 1998. And then look how, like how far I have been. Like, you know, you know, you know, you know, sometimes you just don't look back. You just keep on moving forward and just do your thing, what you like and what you do. Like you just do your thing. Like I'm the kind of person like just a doer, you know, and you just get results. So later I realized that after like uh, 15 years or maybe like about 10 years, you know, I was sponsored. I was doing it. I was like, oh my goodness. I was just a little kid and drawing piece of paper. And then, you know, I didn't know I turned into a professional player. And then after that, I became like a sponsored player kind of thing. So it was a great journey because I went to a lot of places like Hong Kong. I went to Thailand. I went to Brunei. I went to Indonesia. And then I went to Philippines. And then uh, there's so many other places. And yeah, it was really great experience. Yeah. And back in the days, I had this nickname of myself, like Killer Dash. I don't know why because I like you know you like dash because like it's fast but I like to kill with my speed so I was like killer dash <laughs> so <laughs> I had this initial you know I was like my initial was Katie so that that was the only nickname that I had when I was young but when I grew up you know I don't I don't use the term anymore like killer dash you know so I I mean I just have my initial FS which is Fajar Siddiq and then later on um at the age of, I think, uh, somewhere like 14 years old, I was much involved in like this punk rock music. So my race is Malay. So like, you know, punk rock plus Malay. So it becomes like punk rock Malaya. Yeah. <laughs> so my another funny nickname that I had was like punk rock Malaya because I like punk rock music when I was uh, 17 years old. I, li- I like to go to the shows and... Uh, watch the punk rock bands and hardcore bands you know i was so much involved in music that's where i started to understand about um the diy scene which is do it yourself right because most of the punk bands or like people who are into punk music and art and culture they kind of like do it yourself the diy way so they i i started to learn how to print t-shirts like silk screen by myself you know using the wooden uh, like the wooden frame and then with this uh, cloth and then with this uh, squeaky thing and then put this uh, um, the chemical base which is the, the paint base I totally forgot what was the name of that paint um, was uh, yeah I used to plaster soil yeah I remember that and then uh, I had this very uh, simple board it was the size of uh, A3 and A4 and I kind of like just print one color on t-shirt yeah, that's how I started like doing DIY stuff. So pretty much bootstrap on my startup with no funding. And then I uh, pick up my own skills, learn this DIY thing from the punk rock music culture. The guys are doing it and then they were creating graphic designs on Photoshop and then they sent for print. And some of them, they even have their own printers and then print on this uh, lamination screen. And then they kind of like just heat up using this uh, emulsion paint and then transfer and the whole entire process of silk screening. So if you don't know about silk screening, you can learn actually online. So I, I had that that skill and that was like one of the most valuable skill i remember i only spent about 200 dollars buying all the tools and things that i want to start it i want to start doing this graphic design and printing business my first 
printing was like 50 t-shirts there was this famous band you know from the US uh, Comeback Kid yes if you are listening if you know about like punk rock or hardcore band if you know Comeback Kid they are very famous so I did Comeback Kid live in Singapore t-shirt I print like 50 t-shirt it was limited and sold it for I think about around $20 and it was amazing experience and uh for more like you can check uh comeback kit uh the band itself the comeback kit yeah they are available on youtube spotify so they are basically a canadian hardcore punk band from winnipeg manitoba so i like this vocalist the guy named andrew newfield so i met him and he also played other bands like figure four and then uh it was back then it was the year 2000 you know they had like five people in the band so I like one of the band song called Wake the Dead, you know, Wake, uh, uh, you know, it was really fun. And uh, those were the days. Yes, those were the days. So back to this, my first startup, Euphoria. So Euphoria was named Euphoria Clothing because we were printing t-shirts and making graphic design. And then uh, I registered my business later on in year 2011. So I spelled the brand name as E-U-P-H-O-R-Y-A. Why not I? Why Y? Because Y is like yo, yo-yo. So it was like related to yo-yo. So or it is representing like why is you. So happiness you, you know, you must be happy. Euphoria, yo. <laughs> so it's like I like this euphoric feeling, you know, it's like being happy. Not for like no reason, but no, not being delusional or something. No, I was just like, be happy. You know, the, I like this happiness thought and you know, it's like, gets you excited. Like, you know, you just hold for that moment and enjoy that, you know, that happiness. And, you know, you can't, you know, euphoria feeling is like, you can't control. It's like, this very amazing feeling. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's, it's like pure excitement. You know, and then uh, of course uh, the opposite of euphoria, they have the other meaning as well, which is dysphoria, which is uh, you know when people have mental issues and depression, they, they will feel dysphoria. Yeah. So okay, and then I had this hundred dollars. I started to create uh, like a blog site on blogspot.com, <laughs> and then uh, I remember buying a domain twenty dollars www.euphoriadesign.com on blogspot.com and then uh, before even I was started uh, this startup thing I was already doing this freelancer site projects thing selling graphic design for $20 at myspace.com the community online where there's like forum and then people post questions and you know follow some of the pages and I was only like 90 years old and then uh, you know back in the early days I used to have this very good close friend of mine his name is Firuz Anwar is also known as just Firuz. So he was my, one of the really great friend. So during my journey, I had a lot of friends and you know, he was just there and then uh, he know nothing about design or business. So I kind of like just bring him over and then like, hey bro, I'll teach you how to do this, teach you how to do that, how to make sales, how to do all this. And then later on, I had another friend, his name is Erfan, Erfan Sliman. Yeah, this guy, this dude, he was there for me all through these years. It's amazing because like, you know, when I, you know, you know, when you have like highs and lows and you have all these friends who are there for you, but the reality of like when you, you have lows in life, right? There will be just like, you know, this very tiny people, but among these tiny people, not everyone, you know? So Erfan was just this one wise guy. And he's amazing. Amazing guy. Seriously. You know, God bless him. And um, apart from that, I was just running uh, all this design stuff, drawing, sketching, graphic design, doing vector graphics of faces of people. So back at my home, home based studio. Yes. So I was building euphoriadesign.com and I don't know what 
this company should be, you know, because I was just doing graphic designs. So it kind of like turned into after that into like some sort like a studio agency kind of thing. I don't know this term actually because I was just googling and I saw uh, other people was doing this also. I was like, oh cool! Now we can do like T-shirts, logos, banners, posters, and tons of tons and tons of graphic design. So I was selling, you know, for fifty, hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, and then uh, it was great. So after that. Uh, okay, this part is like uh, it was a difficult time for me. In 2012, I lost my mom on 1st of March because she had like heart disease, and then 17 days later, my dad passed away because he had 17 years of stroke, which is diabetes. It was hard for me to continue my startup because I was struggling emotionally, and I. I I felt so lost that year that I couldn't even like you know go on the laptop and do things. I mean, I try and do. I mean, there are the days that I can do, and some other days, you know, it's just me resting and then uh, me just praying and then me just like talking to my my other siblings, my family members, as well as my aunts and uncles. Those people were there for me. They were great. I love my family a lot, and in 2013, which is one year later, same thing happened. Death. So, but this time around, I lost my late elder brother, which is my second brother, because he was sick, and then, yeah, he had this pneumonia thing on his lungs. So, he was very young. So they all passed away because of all these illnesses and sickness. So it was hard for me to focus on my startup agency thing. I have very little clients. Some understand, and 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 you know I was going through this. So later on in 2013, I started thinking that okay, I shouldn't be focusing on this thing. And then uh, I kind of like I put a pause. It was I mean not pause. The, the thing was just there, and then I kind of like just jump on. Graphic design still, but I I open up another entity. I register another company. It's called Demand Clothing. So I was selling graphic T-shirt designs back in my small neighborhood in Yishun. So it's like all this street stuff. Like you know, the neighborhood is like you know, it's the streets, right? So I learned a lot of other kinds of graphic designs, like more, you know. Concepts, you know, like minimal stuff, like minimalist design, like hipster design, like uh, more simple and more modern, and use you know very little colors, like maybe black, white, or gray, simple. And then uh, later on, I sold more than one thousand t-shirts just in the community itself, and. It was great. So I have two startups, and then uh, I learn how to manage both uh, of the startup. You know, because the first startup is Euphoria, focusing on creative design agency, and then the second startup, which is Demand Clothing. Demand means like the highest level. I don't know this is like highest level of craziness, but demand is like crazy, or like we know this term dementia. Like people who are old, they have like this um, f- this sickness. Yeah. But I wasn't feeling sick. I was just like demand. Is like I was thinking, let's do something crazy, yeah. And then later on, also on that year, two thousand thirteen and fourteen, and then I'll start exploring and learning about WordPress themes, web development, and then I also edited a lot of videos that focus more on like photography and videography. So I took many photos and created many videos for practice there was an amazing moment in my life that you know i would just go around taking photos and different angles different perspective and it was it was amazing to to learn so i was a self taught so I, i i did watch some videos online like youtube but most of the time i was just exploring and also um you know talking to people but cameras was like so expensive to me so The ones that I had was just like phone camera, and then started edited the vid uh, the photos on the Lightroom, and then I also edit videos uh, on 
using I don't know it's like a Windows Movie Maker or something and then back in the days by right now I'm using Final Cut Pro so and then I uploaded all these videos that I edited on youtube.com slash demand clothing TV and as well as youtube.com slash Fajar Siddiq which is my own thing so second startup was amazing and then later on you know while I was doing this, when I was still going through this uh, emotional phase of like my late parents still passed away, I needed something else. Like, you know, people were just there for me. It was great. But I needed something else, like something spiritually like for myself. You know, I was like, you know, there was God, you know, you know, I'm a Muslim, you know, I believe in the religion of Islam and then I became religiously inclined. So I told myself that, you know, running startups, playing yo-yo, and then uh, I need to study more. So I started to pick up at the age of probably like, I think I think at the age of, uh, I think it's 20, 27, I guess, 28, I don't know, around there. And then I started to pick up learning Quran. Quran is very beautiful. It's Arabic language in the holy book of the Quran. So I tried to understand the meaning and then I went for classes, learned from the other teachers and then, you know, I was so obsessed with Quran recitation. I wanted to memorize the book because I saw so many beautiful meaning and how it sounded. So I began to do like a lot of self-practice and upload my so-called mistakes <laughs> on soundcloud.com slash Fajar So I was enjoying making a lot of mistakes, you know, because like, you know, when you do like recitation in the Quran, like you need, to get the tajwid right or the pronunciation right. So I was glad that I made a lot of mistakes so that I know, you know, next time I will try to correct it. So it was a great learning experience. And then uh, I also went to YouTube and watched a lot of other Quran reciters. So they were so beautiful. It's more beautiful than music, you know, I'm not lying. So I fall in love in Quran and then in 2014, I went to Saudi Arabia for this uh, like Umrah. Umrah is like a visiting, it's like a pilgrimage, something like that. Yeah, if you don't know more, you can uh, find out more on the internet. But you know, I was just going there for two weeks to pray to God. But before that, I was still praying. You know, you can pray anywhere, but I was just going there for the Umrah visit. I was praying there, I went to the mosque, the most largest mosque in the world. Masjidil Haram. Yes. So I pray to God to guide me. So because I'm I'm like so not not so lost, but I needed like something spiritually like to lift me up because like because I didn't have my mom or dad anymore and then my brother and then everybody was just like moving out from my house and you know I was pretty much very lonely. So yeah. So I met a few people uh, during this uh, amazing trip when I was in Saudi Arabia. I was traveling to Riyadh, uh, Medina, and uh, Makkah. And I also went to Taif to see the beautiful weather. It was very cold, but it was in the desert. And it had these like beautiful plants and everything. And it's so nice. So I love Arabic food. I mean, Middle East food. And then uh, I try to pick up like how to speak Arab. Arabic and it's uh, I suck at it but I you know like basic so I kind of like just listen to people speak Arabic uh, some of my friends and all that and I as well like during the trip I met some of my friends and then um, so there was this like very small group of people who went Umrah together with me right during this trip so they, they, they were asking me like, hey, what do you do for a living? And I was like, oh, I'm a graphic designer now. So I run my own like small business uh, for some like clients, for startups, uh, for some companies, small, medium-sized companies. And then they started to ask me, hey, why not you create a logo? So for the first time, I mean, I brought my laptop. So in the hotel, I was like designing a very nice logo. And then uh, we wanted to do things like creative work, but for Islamic, uh, for the religion actually. So for the community back in Singapore and as well as the Muslims all around the world. So later on, I co-founded my third startup. It's called In Productions. 
So we created this YouTube channel with a bunch of videos and a lot of cool uh, Quran recitations and as well as uh, some of uh, the speakers uh, I've met and also uh, also some of these, uh, basically it's for educational purpose and all the content uh, uh, are very easy to understand. And, uh, and guess what? Uh, we had like six million over views in the channel itself. And we have like 40 over subscribers on YouTube. It was amazing. We were running like video production company with the bunch of uh, other three, four, five, I don't know, like maybe seven, including the volunteers and blah, blah, blah. So it was amazing experience because uh, we created a video production company. I didn't know like I wanted to do this because I was editing a lot of videos. I was listening to recitation and I was listening to great advice, you know, to improve uh, spiritually in my life. So to get closer to God. So it was great. But later on, after all these years, and then uh, I started to build my own uh, like small space in the middle of my living room. It's like my co-working space. I put one huge table and like four or five chairs around it. I invited some friends and talked some business over. And then uh, it was a great experience. And then later on, I had to take care of the bills at my home. And then uh, being full-time self-employed from years to years, you know? I bootstrapped my company. It was very difficult because I had to pay the bills and like uh, my siblings uh, move out because they got married. So I don't really have like no, like literally no financial support. So just selling off some like, you know, basically my skill set online, which is graphic design and some of the stuff like, you know, build the website or do some video editing stuff. It was very stressful for me to manage and uh, I was living alone for three years, but now five years and all by myself at home. And, you know, basically I don't really know about the business, but, but I went online to learn more uh, skills and uh, my gut was just telling me, it was just like, you know, I was very passionate about designing and technology. So I told myself, I reflected, I remember, I remember that sketch or I remembered that method, you know, like, the first thing that I was, you know, saying and speaking in this, uh, the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, my story came everything from drawing and vis visualization. So visualization is a very powerful thing, you know. It's like in your mind. So I remember like, you know, I should start visualizing again because like, you know, I went through so much and then, you know, I just wanted to continue this business even though like, you know, I keep start my startup and I mean, from one to another second to the third one, and then I was growing older, and then uh, my friends all got married, and then I was like, I had a lot of these uh, these uh, thoughts, you know, because I I always had this like constant worrying about money and bills, money and bills, money and bills. It affected me so badly until like uh, I was like feeling anxiety and stress easily, and, and happiness, and feeling lonely at the age of thirty years old. So yeah, so I decided to visualize again. So I remembered how I do it. So basically just take a pencil and draw and sketch on a piece of paper. So I started to create my own personal branding, which is FS, Fajar Siddiq, which is my name. So I told myself this could be the only way to motivate me and push me and pursue on designing. So I sketch, and sketch and sketch and uh, later on in back in year 2018 uh, for the first time in my life you know being self-employed I wanted to look for other job you know what my, my other job was just like a security guard right I, I mean I work for security and then uh, later on uh, I applied the job at Netflix but I didn't got it I wanted to be like this creative guy on Netflix, I was obsessed with Netflix because I like videos, because I did videos before, I did video production before, and I, I, I start from like zero to like, I don't know, six million views. This is amazing, you know? But I mean, who cares, you know, who cares? So Netflix is a different thing, you know? Like I wanted to work at Netflix, but I didn't got it. So, you know, I just like find out like, you know, what should I do? 
And then in 2018, my MacBook Pro laptop is spoiled because of the terminal issues. And then I had to like uh, repair and everything. It cost me a lot, 400, and still a problem. And I had to change the logic. Uh, pro but it's so expensive and later on i got myself a macbook pro 2018 with some help of friends and then uh i wanted to do something else like continue to pursue on designing and then i was struggling with a lot of uh i had some clients and i was struggling with it and i pray every day continuously and i rest more and then uh of course uh, You know, as much as all this constant worrying and everything, I also had like, like, like all these uh, clients chasing after me after the deadlines, basically. And then uh, slowly, I joined the makers community online. I joined Product Hunt in year 2016. I joined Hack News in 2011, but I wasn't really active. And then in 2017, uh, somewhere around 17, 18. I started to go on Twitter and I started to see a lot of people. So this like this whole people like with the verified thick, and then there's like this whole bunch of the people who are earning like I don't know, like a lot of money like monthly, and then there's like whole other people who's creating cool stuff. I was like, wow, this is like developers community. But at the same time, there's some of the guys doing design, and some of the guys are doing like you know development stuff, creating apps and stuff like that. And then some of them are just doing business and startups, and some are like side projects, some are bootstrap. And so I follow a lot of people on Twitter. It was like amazing experience because like I can see what they do, and also like approach to some of the makers. So there was like some of great communities like uh, indiehackers.com, and then makealock.com, and then Makers Kitchen, and then I also saw some of the sites uh, about Whip, you know, Whip Chat. The whip community, and then also uh, some of our these other Slack groups as well. So I went online just to search for the things that uh, that I was still passionate about. Yeah, so I make a lot of friends or like uh, connections with people from around the world, and some of them are digital nomads, and they love traveling and working. And I found my kind of people. So yeah, I was I was very very uh, happy because. A lot of things I can relate, you know, I can relate because like uh, some of them are multiple startup founders, designer developers, bootstrap startup, digital nomads, side project makers, any hackers, and then some of them are also into this culture of open startup thing. They want to share their metrics and growth, and side projects, and also some of them also have this culture of live streaming while building the stuff or their their startup, and then uh, they kind of like producing it. So I, it was amazing uh, feeling in this whole entire community thing. So in the past, in 2012, 2014, I had no logo but a profile pic. So I had this initial idea of creating FS Fajasidic, which is my brand name. So you can see this logo on my Twitter, which is this purple color and this blue color thing. Yeah, it's really nice. I love it. And I had this like profile pic of me taking with his laptop. You know, this very typical kind of like, you know, you're in the tech or in this design industry thing. So I had this one of my friend. Who's a photographer and uh, he's a videography guy and who does editing? He took a shot of me, so he was a very great guy. Uh, his name is Shazwan. Yeah, he took this photo, and yeah, so I, I kind of like used that profile pic uh, all this while. Started to rebrand my site from using WordPress after WordPress themes, and I kind of like you know went from 2015 to 2017 and then from that 2019 i decided to choose from the color purple as well as um the blue okay why i choose this color like purple and blue okay the reason why because fajar my name fajar or you pronounce it fajar or whatever it is or you know fajar like this meaning in arabic means like the prayer time in the morning that's one number two is because it relates to The, the sunrise itself you know like before the sun rises so that term is called fajr yes so when you see that you will see like the lights like this rays of lights so you know in scientific term uh, they call it i don't know it's like uh, usually you can see like in the horizon and then you see can you can see the twilight between like the sunrise and the dawn and then between the sunset and the dusk so my name was 
I had that name. So there's a lot of things about scientific scientific related, like you know, civil twilight, nautical twilight, astronomical uh, twilight, and between like day and night. So they have this very beautiful purple and like bluish kind of light. So I was obsessed with my uh, name because of the color, and then uh, I picked that color for my brand name. Yeah. There's so many other meanings to that name, but Fajar is that meaning. And then Siddiq is uh, in Arabic means truth. So speaking the truth. So imagine having this to put together rise of the truth because the sun is rising. So it's rise because it's Fajar. So rise of the truth, something like that. But you know, it's just a term. But I didn't call myself like, hey, rise of the truth. How's it going, man? Is everything true right nowadays? Or are you just telling lies? Or are you rising? Or are you? <laughs> okay, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck okay so i created this brand i was happy about it i turned my profile pic almost the same like everywhere on the internet it's like this gray dude you know like saturated color and then at the back of the background is purple and then uh, i just focus on creating fajarcidic.com which is now you can visit the site my personal branding so uh, i used uh, this very awesome template from creep.com c-r-u-i-p.com it's a html css but they do this many minify thing and then they change to scss and all sort of this other coding language and then uh, i started to use and customize creep template and i love it because it have this like light mode and then this dark mode and then like it works so well with purple and blue it's amazing for the branding itself and then i kind of like do use figma after that so Figma recently, uh, they raised uh, the funding rounds to Series C, I think. I don't know, but they got a lot of money. You know, they invested on it. And Figma is the software for UI UX, which is I'm into it right now. I'm doing a lot of UI UX stuff. And later on, I designed a lot of blobs. So blobs actually represent the internet bubble. You know, we are in this all like maker bubble, indie hacker, indie maker bubble, all this design bubble, all this internet bubble, this development programming language of bubbles, tons of bubble going on. So like, you know, blobs related to bubble. So I kind of like use blob as a meaning to internet bubble basically. So even though like, you know, I felt like everything from communities to product to startups to culture, all these are bubble. So bubble can mean in a good way, or maybe you can tell me what are the meaning. Yeah, but as long you don't bubble someone else. In Malay term, we call it like, hey, you don't bubble me. Yeah, means like, you know, you know, like you know, you don't come and, uh, you know, cheat on me or lie on me or something like that. Yeah, we use that term. We Singaporeans lah, you know, in the Malay community, we always like, hey, you don't bubble me. Yeah, huh? You don't bubble, bubble, bubble me. <laughs> but in other terms, like, you know, bubble buff and all that, it's different term. But this bubble, and then I got from bubble and then got it like the term blobs. Because there was, there is so many shapes, right? Like triangle, square, oval, and then hexagon. So I, I decided to use blob and also my initial color, which is purple and uh, cyan blue or something like that. And then the FS, and then I combine everything. So you can see on my website, fajacity.com. And... I love it. I love it so much. And that is the finalized design of my personal branding. And this is what I wanted to share. So it all came down to a piece of paper, basically. You know, when I was just 12 years old. So I drew it, I visualize it, and I do it. So that's the way how I dream to achieve my goals and my interests in science and art. So despite all these challenges that I shared with you like a while ago, you're listening now. So I'll keep on trying, you know, just face all my fears and my insecurities. And I told myself like, you know, I'm going to be, I mean, I'm already 33 years old in 2019, which is this year. And I'm a grown adult. And... One thing about being, I mean, the good thing about being an adult is that you can be matured in the way how you think and you feel, right? And then you take responsibility and then you make changes in your life the way the choices you want to make and the decisions you want to do. But that is just being an adult. 
So I kind of like think the way how I used to think when I was 12 years old. So I was just thinking scientifically and just be creative. So choosing my thoughts and feelings carefully to do the things. At the same time, I want to feel young and energetic again to keep my health better. And so I can also, you know, I've been playing yo-yo for 20 years, so I keep on playing yo-yo still during my breaks on my laptop. It's a very good, great habit kind of thing. You know, sometimes you're on a laptop for long hours, so I just take break and then just throw some spin, do some tricks for about 15 minutes, and then I'll continue back again, making beautiful things on my laptop. So my journey doesn't end here. Maybe sooner or later, if I get married, settle down something anyways, 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 I'm building my first side projects currently. So some are posted publicly and some is not. Some stuff I like to keep it secret for now. Get work done. Get work done. So there is some of the stuff that I wanted to make. I want to share with you guys right now. If you're listening, I'm going to share some domains that I bought. Okay, I already have my three startups, right? Or whatever, the company. So I have Euphoria, which is a design agency, Demon Clothing, which is a clothing company. <coughs> and then it's basically it's for like for streetwear and lifestyle products. And then I have In Productions, which is a video production company, which is very focused on spreading uh, Islam uh, in locally and abroad. So uh, yeah. And then later on, I have my side projects. So my side projects is a good thing. Why? Because first, number one, most important thing is because I want to feel passionate again, like from being, you know, just to improve my mental health and also my learning skills. So this is the main thing. But at the same time, like I want to like turn these like projects into some like some sort of like this uh, profitable business. Yeah. And so I've launched RamadanMakers.com. And then I launch uh, uh, okay. What was Ramadan makers? Uh, we got number three product of the day on Product Hunt. So it's an open community for all Muslim makers all around the world. There's some non-Muslims also join us. This is very inclusive and very open. It's not exclusive. It's inclusive, meaning that you know, except all faith. You know, you just come and discuss about indie making stuff, build stuff. We kind of like encourage each other. So shout out to the guys named Osama. One of the founders, and also the admins of Ramadan makers like Danish, like Musharraf, like Khaja, and uh, Ardian, and as well as Saud, and also Sergio Zub, and my other project also uh, came number four on product of the product of the day at Product Hunt, which is Supermakers dot XYZ Supermakers. Okay, Supermakers is actually a shipping game. I make it like shipping, you know. But basically, it's an indie game that built with no code. You got to check it out, man. So this was a very addictive game. So I was, uh, I was building this, and I was, I think, like among the first person who actually tried uh, on the platform um, we've made with Koji. Yeah, you you might want to check out. Uh, made with Koji is very interesting platform. So I played that, and I built that. I mean, built my own game, Super Makers, not made with Koji. So the guys at Made with Koji is building the platform is very interesting. They run this community back at Discord, and everybody's just making games, making games with no code. Can you imagine? This is so fun. And then my upcoming project that is coming soon is makersflix.com. So it's for digital nomads, entrepreneurs, bootstrap startups, and also indie makers. What is indie? Indie is independent. Means you just you're without attached to any like blah blah blah. You know the companies whatsoever. You can find out more about that meaning or that term. So makersflix is basically just a video platform as well. So we're gonna share a lot of videos. All these thirty seconds promo launch thing and then i had this makers drink a side project so i made like the fastest mvp i didn't launch anywhere but i launched on twitter and then i use buymecoffee.com to make some transactions so i make $50 in 15 minutes can you imagine so that was that was the thing that how i actually found this uh, mango minutes as well because <laughs> like because i was obsessed with drinking mango And was making this side project, makers drink. So basically, it's just this, uh, it's just this like bunch of cans, you know, cans like drinking can. So I would just 
you know, okay, give me your logo, give me your domain, and I will put an emoji, and I will create a PNG file for you and send you. It's really cool. It, it looks like one of these 3D cans, and I just send them, and you can use it. You know, you can advertise this image on their website, something. It's a really fun project. Yeah. And then later on, I want to create this uh, makers marketplace, which is a marketplace for makers where you buy and sell digital products. So I want to help uh, some of the makers in the community so they can they sell off like some side projects and you know whatever it is. I mean, there's many other marketplaces and there's many ways of how you sell things online. Sometimes you don't need marketplace, but I want to curate uh, the best of the best products and also help other makers from different region. You know, we have this region like from America and then from Europe and also in Asian region. So I'm in an Asian region, so I want to help people, uh, you know, create this marketplace and hopefully, you know, to support the community. And then later on, I have this another project called Makers Merch, which is the swag for indie makers. Okay, the reason why I started this is because of Demand Clothing, which is my company that I'm running, which is the clothing company. So I have some success story about that. So I want to do this for the makers itself so like selling from like you know apparels or like socks or maybe accessories or marks and you know to some of these solo founders and couple makers uh, makers like you know makers for teams yeah so makers merch is coming up as well as well as open startup yeah so I want to build this open startup page so basically open it's a personal site for makers with their own custom domain and then they can like share their metrics. I'm sure you heard of some of the companies out there like, you know, open startup stuff, the open startup culture. Yeah, but I'm building this as well. So I don't know when I'm going to do it, but it's been around a year already, but I still have to continue. You know, you don't just shut down your site project. You have to keep on making and building and, you know, just do it. Don't worry. If you even fail, don't worry. Just do it. Okay. So, there's some other more stuff on uh, my website, fajasiddiq.com. You can check it out. So, uh, you got to visit the site. And then, if you want to work with me, <laughs> like not literally work with me, like you working with me, like no. Like, if you need like one-on-one -on -one session, one-hour video call, like consultation, I can share with you my 15 years of experience focusing on the branding and the marketing and the creative industry. So, okay, basically I'm experienced with ad hoc projects, like small and medium-sized enterprise. So, you know, I can share with you consultation, you know, like also like, you know, if you have like some projects, if you want to build and then you don't know like if this is what, what should I do and what, you know, whatsoever, you know, I can just do a video call. So currently right now I have about, I think five clients so far and it costs only 49 US dollar per hour. So I use this whereby.com, it's a video conference uh, tool. So you call me, but you can chat with me first on Telegram. So if you want to chat with me on Telegram, it's very easy. Just go to t.me slash Fajar And then just drop by, say hi. If I don't reply, I'm sorry because I'm busy. No, 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 no. Chill. I will reply you. Just wait. Yeah, wait. And then I have other services like logo branding, video promo branding, and poster design branding. So all of that three costs, each of them costs 69 US dollars, one-time payment. Because my standard price is actually $120, but I have lowered down. So why I lower it down? Because I want to make it affordable for you guys. Yeah, so if you need any help with logo design or like this 30 second video, like good for product launching and as well as like some poster design with some information stuff, you know, you have to provide me details and I'm doing it. And I'm using a verified payment by Stripe. Yes, Stripe is one of the best payments online today. So you can use it. Yeah, as well as I have my terms and condition. You can read it on fajarcidic.com. And, and, you know, my terms and condition will come from like, you know, well, will, will I complete this work on time? You know, should I give discounts? You know, will I start this work from scratch? Or uh, I'm going to use the other, is there other merchant payments? Basically, you can pay from your debit card or your credit card on you know my my stripe checkout is you know 100% secure safe you know no problem no nonsense you know my site is made by html and css stuff and then just stripe that's all it's very easy no other i don't need your information whatever you know you just like key in just 
to get the transaction done with Stripe. It's very easy. Yeah, it's very easy. Okay. So what are the currency? Basically, it's all in US dollars, man. Yeah, it's all US dollars. But you don't pay me in the maker coins. Uh. <laughs> no crypto. Uh. Okay? No crypto. Don't pay me in crypto. Just pay me in maker coins. No, 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 no. Pay me in US dollars. Okay. So if you have any problem, like you want a refund or anything, no, I don't do refund or any purchase. Okay? I'm sorry. And last but not least, can you imagine this? I put this in my terms and condition. I said, like, will Fajr City get angry? <laughs> No. Okay, a lot of people ask me all these sort of questions and then, you know, some of them come like, you know, aggressively. Some like spam, some like... I'm sorry, guys. Like, sometimes I do get myself angry. So if you want to speak, speak to me like a human with kindness and compassion. So understand me, you know. Like, if you want to get things done quickly, you can just message me kindly and I will reply to you smoothly and beautifully. And if it doesn't meet expectation, I will apologize. I'm sorry. But please provide me accurate information, like design brief or whatever the creative brief you want me to do. And I'll do it. So I have a very nice part about this, which is I have all these testimonials coming from the guys. Yeah, so for more, you can just check out fajarcidic.com. So that's for today. This episode of podcast that I shared with you about my past, present, and future how designing impacted my life shout out to fluffy music you can visit more fluffy.com so for more you can follow fluffy.com f-r-a-f-r-i.com and follow them they have like 4.5k followers in spotify it's pretty much very enjoying chilling music and of course, uh, you know, after listening to a few albums, you know, I kind of like get hang of it. Francisco himself. So Francisco is actually a musician and entrepreneur. And uh, she shared with me some of his uh, latest album. You can actually visit his site and also uh, listen on SoundCloud. And you're listening to me. You are the man. You are the man. Thank you for this and all the best and keep making what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I hope to see you guys on my next episode. Okay, guess what? My next episode will be me featuring some other guys. I won't tell you the name, but I'm going to feature some of my favorite uh, friendly maker in the community. Yes, I'm going to feature them on my podcast. And uh, one thing good is that they're going to share with me some of their journeys as well. Yeah. So I'm going to invite. So right now, I already, since the, my first launch of my podcast, I already have 10 people approaching to me. It's like, hey, dude, I want to be on your podcast. I want to be on the Mango Minutes. Mango Minutes is so cool because you're not drinking mango, but you're taking my minutes away from my mango drinking, maybe. You know, when a man go, a man go. All right. That's all for this episode. Take care. And for more, follow me on twitter.com slash FajarCidicFS. And visit my website, fragilecity.com. And bye-bye. Junker systems are offline.